Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So now Posey ranges away, and Ballinger throws it so high. There are some intangibles that those projections failed to take into consideration. The crowd was going crazy. There's not much in life that's better than that. You're listening to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys with Mark Willard and Joe Shasky on the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. All right, what's going on? Next episode of Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys. And, of course, after the nail was in the coffin, uh, after this sweep at the hands of the Padres, the Giants uh, respond with a sweep of their own against the Philadelphia Phillies. And it even happens in walk-off fashion with, uh, with Wilmer Flores. Uh, today, that's when we're coming to you here with our next episode after the sweep of the Phillies with Joe Shasky, Mark Willard. Glad you're with us. But it was awesome, Joe, that Carlos Rodon pitched well today yes. for a couple of reasons. Um, one, it leads us right into the discussion many of us have been having for a while about his future, whether or not that is with this team. And we at Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys have exclusive audio from Carlos Rodon earlier this weekend talking about his future. So, we're going to get to that in a second. For the moment, where on you, where are you on the idea of if this is five years and thirty million? Uh, where are you on that idea, and and where's your confidence on Farhan to do something like that? Uh, confidence on Farhan? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know where I'm at because I feel like this one last year with Gosman, it felt predictable. Like ah, five years, 120, that's a little too rich for my blood. And I kind of felt him on that, especially for a righty, even though I thought that the splitter would age well. Rodon being a power lefty, and I just feel like I'm watching this guy. The velocity is through the roof still late in the season, and he has another another 10 strikeout performance to me this guy has earned the money am i worried that he could fall off the cliff of course i'm worried there's no doubt about it of course i'm worried but boy he's been absolutely unbelievable 200 strikeouts i don't care what era this is where more guys are striking out it's still impressive and it just feels like to me more times than not this guy hands the ball to this team with an opportunity to win on a given day that he's pitching and they don't have a lot of guys that they can say that about right Right. I mean, I if I envision five years, it's almost like I feel like at least one of those years is going to get blown up with an arm injury. Okay. But then again, I, it, that, that almost feels true about any pitcher. Yeah. Um, when I watched him today, the overwhelming thought was, I man, I just – I want this dude on this team. Yes. I want this dude on this team. I don't know if, if it will happen. I guess my hope in a perfect world – um, the market also looks at Carlos and goes, you know what? That's your first year of, of a healthy arm from beginning to end. And, you know, we're not going to do five or six. We're going to do three or four. And if we do three or four, then I think the Giants have every reason to play. Would I give this guy three years in 90? 
Absolutely. Yes. It's the five and one fifty that scares me, but three and ninety, if that's something that interests him, then then I would hold the Giants' feet to the fire and say, You gotta do that. And free agency is so unpredictable too, Mark, because like I didn't have Corey Seager going to the Texas Rangers. Like I just didn't have that on my on my play sheet to start out free agency last year. And then boom, they come with a ridiculous amount of money um, that no one even saw coming. And so could a team, we always talk about the contenders, Toronto and the Yankees and St. Louis. And what about one of these random teams? Like, are we sure the Baltimore Orioles don't feel like they're one pitcher away? Are we sure that the Seattle Mariners don't feel like they're one pitcher away? And I just keep watching this guy and I go to myself like, Man, if the Giants didn't have this dude, they'd be 10 games worse than what they are right now. And one of these fringe wildcard teams is viewing it like if we had Carlos Rodon, we'd be in first place in our division and not be battling for a wild card. So I'm really worried now as we get toward the end and we get that emphasis on premium pitching, I think he's going to be viewed higher than what we're even talking about right now. Well, rando teams do show up. In free agency, they do. They just do, and this is a a, a good thing for the Giants and a bad thing. It's a bad thing because the Rando team will will show up and throw money. Yes. The good thing is, though, is, I mean, to me, it's proof about something that I think Giants fans are really worried about. I hear this all the time right now. Why would Rodon resign here? Why would Judge come here? Why would these guys come here when you look at the organization and my gosh, they're terrible and they've got no good farm players and no good this, no good that. Why would they sign up to play here? Because they're the highest bidder. That's why. Yes. That's it. I mean, and I can give you names just in the last two to three years. You mentioned Seager going to Texas. Marcus, Marcus Simeon went with him. Mm -hmm. Um, Madison Bumgarner went to Arizona. Chris Bryant went to Colorado. Nick Castellano signed a deal with Cincinnati a couple of years ago. And then my favorite of all, Javi Baez this year signs a massive free agent deal with the Detroit Tigers who had a neon sign out in front of Comerica Park saying, we are rebuilding and and this is going to take a long time. So I, I think the Giants, if they do throw a lot of money and their reputation, which believe it or not, is really good within baseball in terms of how they, they treat their players and, and whatnot. I, I absolutely think players will come here. You just have to be the highest bidder. Well, I think the other factor that I always hear people bring up, like when it comes to hitters, well, they can't hit in this ballpark. Pitchers have proven that they can come here and have career years. It's happened over and over and over and over again. And so I, I know we talk about being the highest bidder. And that is – look, it, I don't want to downplay that. That's an absolute factor. I feel like we underrate how much pitchers like pitching in this ballpark. Now, you got to have good defense behind them. But I, I think it's tried and true. Free agent pitchers, veteran pitchers really thrive in at t Park. And Rodon's home uh, splits, they've been outstanding. Yep. Yep, absolutely. No, and 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 uh, to get to some of the comments we got from him earlier this week, um, our producer Sam had an awesome conversation with him, and and so I think this will put a little bit more of a face on the conversation we're having. So let's start with whether or not Rodon felt like this was a good free agent choice that he made. 
Yeah, I think the change of scenery was good. The Bay Area is it's a nice area, a lot better than what I thought. You know, I didn't know what to expect out of California. The Giants organization is nothing but, I mean, everything. It, it's nothing below first class, let's put it that way. Um, they treat their players really well. So, yeah, I don't regret not coming here. All right, so um, some comments there about the uh, about the Giants being first class. A little bit of a wonky statement about California. Like, yeah. ah, I didn't know if I, I thought it was going to be weird, but it was better than I thought it was going to be. Right? <laughs> I get it, though. California, not for everyone. Um, I, I get that, depending yeah. on where you're from. But I don't know. How'd you, uh, how'd you, how'd you read that comment? Well, I, I do think, and I don't want to get geopolitical here. I, that's not what I'm trying to do, but I – I do think that there's a lot of players in baseball that may not necessarily understand the bubble that is the Bay Area in general. And and that that could be politics, that could be housing prices, like you name it, like diversity. There's a lot of different things that fall into that bucket. And it's interesting to hear someone from the outside like, you know, I was a little reluctant because that's the way I read it. I was reluctant. I came here and it's actually a lot cooler and better and I actually really like it. So that was encouraging but first class, that was the phrase you've been harping on from day one, how other people interpret the Giants organization, how agents, how baseball people view the San Francisco Giants first class. And I think that that's something that's ringing in my eardrums after I hearing that soundbite. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Well, people get tired of hearing this, but here, here, here are the facts. And, and so when you talk about a playoff run this year, people don't want to hear about 107 wins last year anymore. Yeah. However, when it comes to free agency, I think it's a very, very important point. This idea that the Giants, and I hear this all over the place, yeah. all over our building. The Giants are 18 years away. Look at this. Look at this mess. No farm, no good players, no this. How can you be that far away? How can it be that bad when you won 107 games and led baseball it, it, 10 months ago? So can this turn back around in the other direction quickly? I absolutely, unequivocally believe that it can. So if your thought is free agents won't come because the team's not good, I dismiss it, um, number one. And number two, I've already said, you just need to be the highest bidder. And number three, if you do want to know the reputation of the Giants around baseball, it is very good, not just because of the way they treat people. I hope that all Major League Baseball teams treat their players well. But this regime has made people money. It has made them money. And that matters to players. These one-year deals where guys are coming in because the market has questions about them, and then the next thing you know, from Gosman to Pomeranz to Smiley to what Jock Peterson is now going to experience, there has been a steady run of people. You come in, even Alex Wood and Dee Sclafani, who got kept. You come in, one-year deal, boom, big contract. That's what guys – really notice. And, and so I think that's going to be a huge weapon 
uh, for, for this team when they go into free agency. Yeah, I just think it's super underrated right now. I think that we're viewing it one way, and the reality is it's totally different than the way we're, we're viewing it. We should be listening to people like Hunter Pence because I was listening to him on the Apple Plus broadcast Friday night, and he was talking about how he had an interpretation of San Francisco before he got here, and it's totally different. And now he's ingrained in the community. Now, Hunter is like one of the highlight <laughs> kind of guys that came here, embraced the culture, and made it his own. Not everyone's going to be that way. There, there are going to be some A.J. Prasinski's at time, but yeah. I love hearing that. And so that made me feel really encouraged for all the negativity. And one more thing I was thinking about, Bryce Hart who was a big time free I mean we're talking across sports big time free agent when he was out there and he wanted to go to the Phillies they gave him the most amount of money and I'm just watching him and I know he only played in a little bit of the game over the weekend and I'm saying god that team can't pitch they're a terrible defensive team they've spent money left and right he's their centerpiece he doesn't seem happy he doesn't seem comfortable so as much as we got to spend 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 and you do have to have proper infrastructure. And that's something I was thinking about watching the Phillies over the weekend. As much as we go crazy about all these other things, buy this guy, buy that guy, make this trade. You got to have the right infrastructure in place. And when I watch the Phillies, I can't put my finger on it, but it's not right. Do, do you get where I'm going with that? Well, I yeah, totally. And I think the Phillies for a long time have been a team that, that, uh, that you know, they've got a bandbox ballpark and they sign players that will work there. But when, when's the last time you were scared about the Phillies pitching? I mean, quite frankly, it, it, it was when the Giants played them in yeah. the NLCS years ago. And may he rest in peace. Roy Halladay was coming yeah. out. And, you you know, you had Cole Hamels. You had some people who were going to do – they haven't been able to pitch since then. No. And so the, the Phillies I'm never scared of for the same reason that the Giants season fell apart. Their bullpen is no good. Yeah. Like, when's the last Phillies reliever you've even heard of? I, I Like, no clue what's going on out of there. And so well, they can hit all they want. They're not going to win in these playoffs if they get there. They're, they, you know, this is going to be about the Mets. This is going to be about the, the Dodgers. This is going to be about the Cardinals. And it might be about yeah. the Padres. These are teams that, that, that have – you mentioned it. They've got a good infrastructure right yes. now, yes. and they're based on pitching and defense because that's what wins, and the Phillies have neither. Well, as bad as our bullpen is, at least we're not regurgitating Coonrod, who showed up Friday night. I couldn't believe it. I said, he's a Philly? And they go, yeah, he's only pitched one inning all – you know, the one inning appearances for all season, and it was just – I mean, Coonrod was in the Giants' system for how many years? We heard about this guy. He finally showed himself, and he was terrible. So it just goes to show, as, as mad and as angry and as frustrated Giants fans are, imagine being a Philly fan because they're yeah. supposed to win right now. Absolutely. Right now. Yep, yep. And they got the same two problems that the Giants have had this year, which is the pitching and the defense has totally let them down. Um, okay, uh, more from Carlos Rodon. Would you recommend San Francisco to other free agents? Pitching this to like a free agent, like I don't know. I mean, I would definitely. If someone asked me, if someone called me, like I'm going to tell them the truth. I'm telling the truth about the White Sox. I'm telling the truth about the Giants. I mean, yeah, like I organization wise, the, the Giants are, like I said, first class. Like you're not going to get a better places as far as like how they treat their players and what they do for players' families. And yeah, I would definitely someone asked me about it, I'd tell them the truth. And it, only, it, only, it would only be good things, I would say. Okay, so, yeah, I, I, I still, you know, we're, we're all searching for that, like, is this team headed in the right direction yeah. thing? And he's more talking about the city and mm -hmm. the class of the organization. But, 
listen, that's probably all he's going to talk about right now. I mean, um, interesting that he's even gone this far uh, to discuss it based on the fact that, A, he's got a few more starts to get through in a healthy way before we even know for sure that he is going to opt out and, and, and be a free agent. And then if he is, you know, you want to keep all options on the table. So he's going to keep this close to the vest, but you have to be somewhat pleased with what you hear him say. Absolutely. And if you don't think these guys gossip, I mean, you're missing it. Just like any industry, people gossip and they want to work where they know that their family infrastructure is going to be good. I mean, that's, that's the reality, especially in baseball, when it takes six years to hit free agency, these guys all have families or trying to start them. And so that family thing resonated with me. And then the last one was one of the things we hear that is difficult for the giants in free agency. There's the ballpark, this, that, the other, and then there's California, which we, we already talked about a little bit where he was like, yeah, I wasn't sure about going there. And a lot of that is not because of, as you said, politics, infrastructure of the city, everything our country's going through. What about something as simple as taxes, where you might have another team in, in, in Texas or Florida who's calling and they're like, you know, our $25 million a year is a hell of a lot more than their $25 million a year. So what did Carlos have to say about that? I mean, the tax thing, there's nothing that this organization, they can't control that. That's yeah. just how it is. I think that's something as us as players and as businessmen ourselves, like that's something you have to look into and, you know, know what you're getting into. And if, is it worth, is it worth that? You know, but that's another thing, right? That's like such a minuscule thing, right? Yeah. We're talking about taxes. Who, taxes are inevitable, like death and taxes, yeah, right? So. Only two things. Like, who cares? No, that's- I mean, listen, I, I, I have not been able to walk in the shoes, unfortunately, of someone who makes $22 million a year. And so maybe I would feel differently, uh, you know, if and when we get there someday, Joe. But I just I, I have the hardest time believing that when you're at that level of, of dollars, if that's the best offer on the table, I mean, are you really going to turn around and turn that down because of taxes? I mean, even if that is something that bothers you, the players union as a group is motivated by that dollar figure that hits the internet. Like how much goes to your agent? How much goes to the state? All that is what, what the players union wants is Carlos Rodon, two years, $45 million. That's what they want. Taxes, I don't know. We like, is that really going to stop you? I don't think it's going to, especially when you look around. The Dodgers have landed free agents, expensive ones. Yep. The Angels have, the Padres have. So other California teams, we know the A's don't spend any money. Other California teams have won bid, uh, you know, bidding wars. So no, I don't think that's a big problem. Does it help an Arizona or a Texas Rangers or some of the teams in Florida from Maybe. time to time? Of course it does to a little bit, but again, we're not talking about, hey, we're giving you $10 million less. You have still got to come to the table and be one of the highest bidders. Like that's, I think that's the number one most important thing. You got to be on the same playing field just to even begin. Well, look, the evidence is right here. I mean, maybe it's a, obviously they're not offering very many contracts like this, but Florida is one of the states uh, that would be quote unquote, uh, you know, something that's more desirable because of this. Yeah. They got two teams and they're not signing anybody Nobody. ever, ever. Nobody's going to those well, two and teams. And they play, and both Florida teams play in the AL and NL East. And so you're going to be in New York and in Boston and places that have high tax brackets when you're on the road. So it's not like all your games are in Florida. So it's a very layered thing. But I do think 
I think we overrate the tax thing because in reality, when has this ever stopped the Lakers? When has this ever stopped the Rams? I'm talking about all these other teams in other sports where the money isn't as good as it is in baseball. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be, uh, and it can't be, this is like, no. there's not going to be any of these things that, that the team is allowed to use as an excuse. And there were comments made by the guy in charge earlier today that we want to tell you about. So let's get to that coming up.